Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and you know the drill by now. So once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Both the Giants and Jets took their respective shows on the road this past Sunday, and both wound up being roadkill. They were simply not good enough. Not by a long, long, long shot. So now the question is, where does Gang Green and... Big Blue, go from here. Like I said, I want you all to listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. I mean, you go on the road. Both teams went on the road at 5-8. and eight. Both teams come home at 5-9. and nine. I, I, I'll start with the Jets uh, because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, and you folks have heard me say this all season long, from from the moment before this season started, the craziness and the talk about the Jets started the minute they acquired Aaron Rodgers. The minute they Aaron Rodgers stepped up to the microphone in his introductory press conference, that was automatically this team is contending for a Super Bowl. This is a real deal gangrene. We're going to be what we haven't been in a long time. We got it all now. And listen, folks, how many times do I have to tell you? You got a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, a Super Bowl champion quarterback, a a not good, an all-time great player. So there's no if, ands, or buts about it. But you know... Like like Tom Coughlin when he was with the Jets, uh, the the Giants, excuse me, winning two Super Bowls. Talk is cheap, he used to say. Play the game. Talk is cheap. Play the game. And what, where the Jets and their supporters might lead the league in, is talking. They were talking before they ever played the game. That's what they were doing. Yabba 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 yabba. But a beep, but a bop, but a boop. Lots of beeping but more booping, if you get my drift. So then Aaron Rodgers goes down on the fourth play of the Jets' season, and they're still talking. And at four and three, they're still talking. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're still talking now. We kept hearing about and, and and I continuously brought this up to you people time and time again and listen there's no question in my mind that the jets have a very good defense not so-so not men's amends very good but from the get-go they were calling themselves like the modern day 85 Bears defense, the monsters of the midway. And I kept saying, give me a break. I kept saying, talk is cheap, play the game. So yesterday, they go down to Miami. Their backs, their keisters, their everything was up against the wall. Everything. 
and they allow 30 points to be put up on them. 30 points in a money-on-the-line game. 30 points. D.J. Reed was one of the yappers, and, and he's a good, good football player on defense. He was one of the guys talking about, you know, we, yeah, we like, to, we like to talk about ourselves as being like the 85 Bears. Oh, really? Did you see Jalen Waddle blow by him like Waddle was beep, beep, the roadrunner, and, and, and D.J. Reed was like a, a lamppost just standing still for a 60-yard touchdown. That made it 17-0 at the time. I, I mean, you go down in, in a crucial game. And listen, I expected them to lose. I, Miami's a good team. But for all the, the talk, the chatter, the braggadocio, whatever the heck you want to call it, you end up... You get 30 points, 30 points. Now, as far as, as, far as, the, as far as the offense goes, the offense is what it is. What do you want me to say? They had total yards of 103, okay? Passing 80, rushing 23, come on. But the thing that galls me, while everybody might want to talk about, oh, you know, the offense, measly this, measly that, Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, Zach Wilson ended up getting concussed. He was out of the game. Not to me that it was going to make a, a darn difference. But I'm talking to you about 30 points from the Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins were playing yesterday without not just a good player, one of the most dynamic players in the league. A guy who's got a chance, Tyreek Hill, to be the first 2,000-yard receiver. They were playing without him. And they still got 30 on this Jets defense. 30. 30 points. So where do the Jets go from here? Oh, well, what do they want to do to ignite this offense? What do they want to do? Well, you know what the talk's going to be this week. Do we have Aaron Rodgers? Because the word is Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be medically cleared this week to come back. Medically cleared. If the Jets have Aaron Rodgers come back and play this season. The Jets have three remaining games. They have the Commanders at home, then they uh, finish up uh, at the Browns, and then at the Patriots. If they have Aaron Rodgers play, you know, I, I, I could say that they're nuts. But saying somebody's nuts, you know, you could say that affectionately. No. If they have Aaron Rodgers play, they are beyond a stupid organization from top to bottom. Because from what I understand, there's going to be a sit-down this week and it's going to be discussed with Aaron Rodgers, with uh, Robert Sala, with um, your, your general manager and your owner. Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson. And if anyone... Any one of those 
three think Aaron Rodgers should play, they're not nuts. They're stupid. And I'll tell you something else. You, you want to applaud anybody who wants to come back and play as a player and show true grit. Listen to me. Aaron Rodgers came into this season as, yes, a first ballot future Hall of Famer, no doubt. But he came into this season at 39 years old. He is now 40 years old, coming off a torn Achilles injury. A serious injury for anybody, let alone somebody who's 40 years old who's going to play in the National Football League. And who's going to play behind a very soft, suspect offensive line. What point is it? What point is it? The risk-reward is not worth it. Because what is your reward? You're not going to the playoffs. So forget that. So what is your reward? But the risk is is tremendous. It's it's tremendous for anybody coming off that injury. But now you're going to put a 40-year-old guy who's not going to have the same mobility, who's certainly going to be rusty, you're going to put him behind a suspect offensive line. You tell me the sense that that's going to make. Because I'll tell you, it's nonsensical to even think that. And he could come in and play the commanders in the next game and throw six touchdown passes, and I'll tell you the same thing. Because the risk-reward, the risk is far greater than any reward. What's your reward? A booby prize? Does not make any sense at all. None. Does not make any sense at all. So if I'm the Jets, hey, you're five and nine. Do what you can do against these last three games. Try and figure out what you need to figure out. And let it go. But if you allow Aaron Rodgers to play, you are nuts. Yeah, believe me, Jets have major quarterback questions. What kind of shape is Aaron Rodgers going to be in? What do you do with Zach Wilson? All of a sudden last week, after Zach Wilson had a, a, a nice half of football like he, they were making like he's the second coming. And that's not just fans. It becomes the media as well. For some reason, they just buy into everything when it comes to the Jets. They, they bought in lock, stock, and barrel everything about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets being a playoff team from the beginning of the season. How And kept hearing... It's just the offense that's the problem now with the quarterback. Well, you know what? You just saw how they compared to the Bears of the Midway, the 85 Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears. I can tell you this. Nobody was going to hang a 30-nothing on those Bears. Nobody. 
But these 23, 2023 uh, Jets, 30 to nothing in a game that they needed to have, 30 to nothing. I rest my case on your gangrene, on your New York Jets. Now, as far as the Giants go, and you know, you certainly know that I'm close to that situation. Listen, the Tommy DeVito story is just a warm and cuddly and fuzzy story. How can you not like it? Uh, you know, a guy who's undrafted, you know, especially here from a New York, New Jersey standpoint, a local kid, undrafted, undrafted. A, a a third string quarterback, a practice squad player, comes in, wins three games in a row, gets everybody excited. It's a wonderful story, wonderful story, and, and I can tell you, the kid is a great kid. Great, I shouldn't say kid. He's a great young man, but really is. Handles himself well, conducts himself well. Uh, players seem to gravitate to him. They rally around him. Great spirit. Shows a lot of moxie. Uh, you know, they lose yesterday to New Orleans down in the Big Easy 24-6. And, and, you know, don't put it all on um, Tommy DeVito. As the best way to describe it was the way head coach Brian Dable described it after the game. Collectively, not good enough, period. And he was right. Everything, all the strides that they were making took a big step or two or three backwards yesterday. I saw receivers drop passes that could have helped in situations. I saw um, an offensive line which was showing much improvement really, really revert back to some ugly ways. Resulting in seven sacks. Maybe one, maybe one of those seven, you know, the the earlier sacks when when DeVito first started, some of them were his fault. He was holding the ball too long. That was not the case yesterday. So he didn't get a whole lot of help from his teammates. Didn't get a whole lot of help from his teammates. So now at five and nine, they have the unenviable task of facing here's their next three games. At the Eagles, home to the Rams, home to the Eagles. They gotta play the Philadelphia Eagles twice in the next three weeks. But l- listen, forget that. What do we find out? Well, listen, we knew this Giants team has been decimated, killed, ravaged by injuries all season long. You know, it was Daniel Jones, it was Saquon Barkley. I'm not talking in any specific order. It was Andrew Thomas. It's been Evan Neal. It was uh, Schmitz, the center. It was Darren Waller, who first came back yesterday. I mean, you could go on and on and on. 
Uh, you had the backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, being injured. The whole thing is crazy. So Tommy DeVito got everybody excited, and, and, and it's been nice. But, you know, somebody asked Brian Dable after um, last week when they won their third game in a row. Somebody asked Brian Dable, um, you know, when, when they beat the uh, Packers uh, on, on Monday night. Somebody asked Dable the next day, uh, how do you keep, you know, with all that's going on and the euphoria over Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets, uh, they call him, how do you keep him grounded? And I said to myself when that question was asked, I said, grounded? I mean, Tommy DeVito... He doesn't need to be grounded. He didn't need to be grounded. Everybody else, though, needed to be grounded. Everybody. Fans, media, everybody. Everybody has gone nuts over Tommy DeVito. You talk to Tommy DeVito, he was taking everything in stride. And and people were saying, well, what's going to be here on talk radio? Well, Tommy DeVito, no, 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 no. I think... um, uh, he's a much he's a better quarterback. He's a better quarterback than than Daniel Jones. They don't need Daniel Jones. Uh, and you know, I avoided getting into that discussion because I don't want to demean Tommy DeVito. But Tommy DeVito is not a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. All right? He's not. Daniel Jones is the Giants quarterback. Now, the question is, how will Daniel Jones recover from his injury, his ACL? But everybody's gone nuts. And and I'm going to say something else, which I I really don't like getting into this because I like, you know, it's it's a wonderful story. I'm happy for, for Tommy. I'm happy for his family. But... Do I have to see his agent with his ridiculous outfits down on the field prior to games? I mean, really, do I? Looking like uh, he was watching Bronx Tale a little too long or Goodfellas? Seriously. He's sitting there with... with, 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 with with Tommy's parents yesterday in New Orleans with a breaking jacket and the fedora. And why was he on the field prior to the game? I don't say I'm I'm on I'm on the field with Giants home games prior to the game all the time. I don't see a whole lot of agents out on the field. And I don't see a whole lot of agents if they're there talking to their players. You know, there, there's an old saying, act like you've been there before. Now, I guess this guy hasn't been there before. I'm I'm just saying it's all part of this whole Tommy Cutlets thing, and and it's great. Listen, I, I couldn't be happier for Tommy DeVito. I'd be happier if I was talking about a win today as opposed to a loss. 
And, and as far as I'm concerned, what Tommy DeVito has earned thus far, he's earned himself a job next season. And that's that's good. For a guy coming into a season as a practice squad player, a third-string quarterback, to get the opportunity, he's earned himself a spot next season. So how, how could you not be happy for a young man like that? I, I think it's, it, that, that is a great story. But let, let's not make the, so, the story a silly story. I mean, that's what happens. As I said, it happened at the beginning of the season with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm not remotely comparing Tommy DeVito to Aaron Rodgers. But you get a couple of wins and everybody goes nuts. Everybody goes nuts. This guy's better than that guy, that guy. Hey, the Jets beat the Texans last week and all of a sudden I'm here and Zach Wilson had, what, a 300-yard half or game, whatever it was, and everybody's talking, whoa, no. I mean, now we see, now we see the real... Zach Wilson. Now we see the real Zach Wilson. So I guess everything else that he did wrong was a facade. You saw the real Zach Wilson. Well, as far as the real Tommy DeVito goes, I'm liking what I see. I think it's a wonderful story. And and the 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 Giants' loss this weekend is not on his shoulders. It's on as as Dable said collectively, not good enough. And he was being nice. Collectively, the team was awful. But let's step back and just get a dose of reality. How about that? Because when this season ends, when this regular season ends, both the Giants and Jets will not be part of the postseason. That's a reality. Okay? That's a reality. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter, at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals above all. Got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And as always, I want to remind you all, if you haven't done so already, I tell you each and every week, please download the Yes app so you can watch me on my video, get a load of this podcast each and every week when it comes out on Tuesdays. All right? Sometimes it's similar. Sometimes it's different. But uh, do that and tell your friends and family to do the same. But again, listen, till next time, have yourselves, those celebrating a very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. For now, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. See you next time.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.